Hi, I'm Jordan, and I'm the podcast host of Forever Blooming. Hi, I'm Insha, and I'm the co-host. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about Forever Blooming's origin. We'll be talking about our mental health backgrounds and our general backgrounds, just so you can know a bit about us. And then lastly, be sure to tune in for our coping strategies, likes and dislikes, and basically our mental health history. And yeah, I hope you have a fun time listening. And this is Forever Blooming. So of course, we're going to get right into Forever Blooming's origins, just so you guys can know a little bit about how this podcast came to be. How did Insha, our lovely co-host here, come to be on this podcast? (laughs) So basically, about Forever Blooming... It's actually a pretty funny story because it originally didn't start off as a podcast. I never even thought about starting it off as a podcast. So in one of my clubs for high school, they said that I'm going to have to do a service project for basically just community service and volunteering and stuff stuff like that. And they said that I couldn't do a mental health service project because, you know, there's other resources out there like therapy and uh, other community support groups. And it's not really a place for teenagers to talk about mental health, which I'm still very, very mad about that. <laughs> but I'm glad because then it started off here as a podcast. I really wanted yeah, to still... I mean- it always starts as a pod, uh, as a school project and then, you know, later on you realize it becomes a kind of, you know, thing you're interested in. It always starts with right. a school project. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that fail, um, of course, like Incha said, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do this on my own. So <laughs> then Forever Blooming came to be. Um, why a podcast, though? Um, I think... It's kind of different when you have like a sort of YouTube channel, when you have to think about topics and you're by yourself and you have to think, how do you make this content engaging? How do you do proper editing? How do you make it as entertaining as um, a YouTube channel should be? But of course, I wanted to take the weird ray out and I wanted to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like podcasts are more appealing to people because they can hear it anywhere they want. And I mean, I think people are better listeners than they are readers because people usually refrain to read long blogs and articles. Uh, so they just like rather listen to a podcast and it's much more convenient. And, you know, they like right. to hear people share their stories about certain topics. And it's actually a really effective way to kind of, you know, spread social awareness so podcasts therefore is a really great source I do want to add on to that it's just I know that me myself I can I listen to podcasts all the time and I can just like wash my laundry or clean up my room as I'm listening to podcasts (laughs) so it's very convenient and I just love talking and talking and talking and talking so yeah Yeah. a podcast sounds great (laughs) I did however want to say that uh, I did start off with another podcast idea don't steal this from me Um, (laughs) i might make it in the future i don't know but uh forever blooming was initially going to be an advocacy podcast called outspoken well basically i just talk about everything wrong with the world and complain about everything i mean that could work as well (laughs) exactly and i think that would be such a good idea actually said don't steal it from her don't steal it (laughs) (laughs) She's copyrighted the same title. Exactly. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I felt like advocacy was probably too broad and I'm more passionate about mental health. But you know, never know. Maybe look out for the future. <laughs> yeah. See if that'll be out there. <laughs> and then a little bit about Forever Blooming's name um, and our message, of course. If you don't know already, our mission is to just alleviate mental health stigma because there's so much of it, especially as I've heard in other Asian countries. Um, I'm in America, Incha is in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm the Asian one here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think it's so special that we can communicate across the world, by the way, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> To share ideas and, you know, hear different people's ideas. It's really a good way to kind of, you know, explore ideas such as mental health. And Absolutely. It's really actually fun to do. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that you're here and you're going to share all of your ideas with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be working towards that, definitely. Yes, but... um again a little well yes you know our mission but what does forever blooming's name actually mean um basically forever blooming is just all about um finding the passion or the motive to grow and as a person and as a friend as a daughter as a sister etc and just continually have the motivation and passion to improve yourself every single day. People say that others can't change, but I believe that with enough dedication and motivation, we all should strive to be a better person in every situation yeah. in life. Yeah, and growth is certainly really important because you just can't stick to being one person throughout the life. You kind of have to grow out of your personal space as well. And for that, you need to explore more ideas, you know, communicate with different people. And it's really important to do so. And this is uh, something that everybody should do. And it's really essential for their life as such. Absolutely. I think that's, um, I think that's also why people are just like, stuck in their own ways and think they're right all the time and think yeah. they're above everybody but nah that's not gonna work in the real and world and that's also sometimes where the problem mental health problems arises because they can't grow out of their space they can't, can't they can't grow as a person so this is also a challenge that comes with not growing so i mean it's important to kind of explore different sides of the world as such absolutely Ah, I love that message. <laughs> um, of course, building off of that, I think it's so important to just be able to normalize it. As Of course, as I mentioned before, we do want to decrease that stigma, but I think that it's especially important because I know that a lot of times people can feel alone because they feel like they can't go to anybody to talk to because it's stigmatized mm -hmm. or they just feel uncomfortable talking about that sort of stuff. But I think it's definitely essential to be like, hey, you're normal, you're valid, everything you're feeling is absolutely yeah. valid. And you matter. So, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I guess I should pose this question to enter here. What was it like hearing about Forever Blooming and why did you come on this podcast? Yeah, so I am a really, I'm a kind of a really big advocate for mental health 
because since it's a really arising problem in the generation, the Zenji as such, and it needs to be talked about more. So I heard about Forever Blooming and I contacted her. I was so excited about the project because since I've never, it's my first podcast, I never actually thought I would be kind of doing a podcast and uh, not just like the mental health problems. I think it's a really good way to kind of uh, spread awareness about stigmatized topics and just to talk about taboos and share ex- our experiences because I think pe- when people can relate to you they kind of uh, take uh, they want to take advice from you and uh, if they can take advice from you it certainly is going to make their life better and again podcast was a side that uh, of the world that I never explored and thought I would but here am I now so yeah so this was a really exciting project and because again mental health is so important to me as well and coming here was literally the best thing ever and she uh, and Jordan Aww. is so sweet and she was so um, <laughs> welcoming and she kind of informed me about everything so it certainly is a new experience but I hope I can make the best out of it. I think we're all experiencing new experiences here and I think you're doing an amazing yeah. job. So. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome, that was so inspiring. <laughs> no philosophical quotes here or people are going to like be like this is so too cliche to kind of hear. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes you got to be cliche. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's important sometimes. But otherwise it doesn't emphasize your words enough. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we're going to be moving on to a little bit more personal topics just our background and our mental health background so you guys can know a little bit more about us just after hearing more about forever blooming so i can say i'm 16 Mm. how old are you i don't think we should age i'm i'm actually 14 i'm not not that old as such i mean i'm sorry for calling you old but i'm I'm kind of oh my god so sorry uh, but I'm not that old I'm not I'm not 16 of course I'm 14 and I'm just a freshman in high school I don't have as much experience I mean people would say like you know you're too young to kind of you know have a mental health history and background but I feel like everybody no matter how young how old they all kind of go through their own mental health struggles and problems and to kind of just disregard them it's not a good thing because everybody has their own struggles and battles going on within and I feel like this is why first of all I've been interested in this topic since I kind of suffer from anxiety sometimes and it can get intense I can have panic attacks so basically I got into the idea of mental health and there I wanted to kind of explore this idea so it started from psychology because I wanted to see how can I improve myself and my mental health condition so this is kind of why I'm so passionate about it and I see a lot of people struggling with it and I don't kind of want them to go through the same experience because since I've been through it I want to kind of help them so this is why I kind of I'm really passionate about mental health and I hope to do something in this field as such. I hope so too. That sounds so awesome. I, if you become like a therapist, please reach out and be like, "Hey, I'm doing big things." Yeah, and then I'll then I'll come as a counselor on your podcast again someday, and I'll be like, "Free counseling here." I love that. I will promote your office or your therapy appointments, one hundred percent. Yeah, then it's done. It's finalized. We're doing that someday. Absolutely. Um, I do want to build off what you said a bit earlier. Yes, 
we are considered young, but that does not mean that we haven't gone through other mental health ex health experiences. And I know that, especially being a teenager, it's definitely like a very vulnerable time and you're just trying yeah. to figure things out. So yeah. having these voices and having this platform is so essential. Yeah, and <clears throat> when you're transitioning to specifically people who are 16, 17, 18, they're transitioning into being adults and they're kind of going into their own and they experience a drastic change and just teenagers in general because they're expected to take up more responsibilities and they're trying to kind of just transition into a point where they're not exactly children but they're not exactly adults so right. um, this can be a really difficult phase for them and they you know this is the point where mental health problems starting to arise and if not talked about then later on it can affect their life you know greatly because this needs to be sorted as quickly and as effectively as as it can be absolutely we're getting so wise here <laughs> <laughs> yeah people are going to be quoting uh words from the podcast and they're going to be putting it on instagram motivational pages they're like said by this person said by that person <laughs> please i will like all of your quotes i would love that <laughs> um I know that Incha did mention this already, but I am also, well, I'm not also, but I'm a high school junior, ready to graduate by the end of the year. Ah, scary. scary yeah. <laughs> um, bit about my family. I am the youngest child. Uh, how about you? I am the oldest child. I have a younger sibling, so I'm kind of, you know, expected to look after her as well as myself. So it's, I mean, it's difficult to be honest because sometimes, you know, siblings can get annoying, you know. We all know that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, kind of supposed to look after her and I'm the oldest, so the responsibility kind of gets onto my head the most. And yeah, I so I'm a freshman in high school, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, I definitely um, admire older siblings because <laughs> as, as the youngest, I'm just like, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm getting spoiled. And then all yeah, this, I'm like, and you're supposed to do everything. everything for the younger siblings. You're supposed to, you know, uh, you are the one that is being yelled at. And it's really distorting. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> feel bad sometimes. But then, hey, like, you know, you have to kind of transition into taking up responsibilities so this could be a good way like you know after all it's not so bad you can also tell them to do things for you i mean <laughs> go give me a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah um i guess i think my experience as a youngest is definitely kind of odd though because all of my siblings are i have three brothers all of my siblings are way older than me and they don't live with me anymore so it's like i'm kind of the only child right now yeah but you could always refer to them you know if you want some advice so i mean it's not so bad to have an older sibling you can always talk to them about things because they have gone through a certain experience that you probably haven't and you know when you're going into again a new phase you can always talk to them have words because they'll be more chill than your parents and that's for sure i could say i mean the things that you can't talk right. with your parents you can I, always talk to them i definitely yeah, with your because siblings. i know that i call my siblings and i'm just like hey i need your advice right now and my mom is not gonna answer this so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you, I need you to convince her for like allowing me to go to a party. I want to go to that party, and you need to tell her so that. So that's what it is. 
yeah i guess we can talk a little bit about our hobbies um me myself i'm very very artistic i love creative writing i love everything art um things like that definitely yeah so by, i mean i kind of um a really artistic person i try to invest myself in fields of different fields of art in many ways so i do writing basically that came from the fact that i started reading and then i went through jo- to journaling and then you know eventually writing as an of interest and then i dance i oh. kind of play guitar and i think one of my in- <laughs> and i also kind of i mean basically music is a really important part in my life and again painting and sketching so a lot of my hobbies actually a very big part of my interest include trying out new things such as this so i really love to try out you know things and push my boundaries and kind of just explore different things right. and talk to new people <laughs> just like you and <laughs> yeah it's it's turning out well so far so i'm definitely going to do it more i love trying uh trying new things um i myself am actually a ukulele player so i mean hey <laughs> oh that's nice yeah um, <laughs> you clearly such a aesthetic and satisfying instrument for real like that's so why calming. i always see like these little videos like covers of the ukulele and like soft voice and i'm like i want that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it has a little bit more trickier than ukulele since it's big right. but again anything is exactly. about respect <laughs> i love that um I guess I another thing I do want to mention um as I said I'm very passionate about mental health but I'm also very passionate about um other things mm-hmm. like civil rights uh LGBTQ rights um I don't know basic everybody should have yeah. an equal opportunity so I just love being an activist for those type of things Yeah advocacy is again a thing that I'm really going into the idea of advocacy since I'm just transitioning into learning and you know coming towards new ideas so I think yeah again social awareness and psychology basically are like two of my most uh, two of the things that I'm really interested in right now and again you as you said um you know mm-hmm. rights lgbtq rights and um there's a lot of yeah. racial discrimination mm-hmm. religious discrimination happening and so that's all those factors that kind of i'm really passionate to work uh, for and again one thing in the field of art so um a thing that i really want to pursue if the psychology career doesn't work out is <laughs> um uh, an acting career and that sounds kind of odd for a person who you know just mentioned those previous interests but i really am interested in the field of drama and art as well and i hope to kind of combine my uh, combine those interests as well as the acting part and hopefully i can do something good in the future <laughs> i mean if you think about it if you don't become a therapist you can always go on a show and act like a therapist So <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, next thing you know, I was raised on a Tommy um joining patients That would like be so cool. <laughs> I've never watched the show, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Oh, same. I have not actually just uh, Oh wow. <laughs> I heard people talk about it. So yeah, just same. Don't um, come after me. <laughs> I know that uh a lot of people have certain interests as we mentioned and I know that there are a lot of motivations that keep people going. So I want to ask what keeps you going? What are you motivated about? What keeps you motivated? 
yeah so like the times when i was really demotivated i mean i feel like mostly the part i was demotivated is because i didn't have anyone to talk to so i feel like if you consult people i mean i'm not saying you go see a therapist right then and there i mean of course they can provide good professional help but before that you just need to clear out your thoughts and get them going and you know you need to organize them you can always talk to a certain person if not your parents then your siblings and your friends so i feel like that really helped talking to people since it's such a major major it plays a major major role in you know met uh, improving your mental health and other things is just that i see other people kind of you know coming out of their depressive phase mm-hmm. and then they kind of flourish as such so i really like to see people uh, come from a place where they're not in a good mental state to kind of just becoming the best version of themselves that kind mm-hmm. of also gives me motivation and it's all about pushing yourself because if i mean uh, people can do what they have to they'll you know talk to talk to you they'll give you all these tips and strategies but then it's on you to kind of implement them in your life and if you are willing to uh, improve your state or uh, state or condition then i think nobody else can stop you from achieving that it all depends if you are willing to do you know what other people are kind of recommending yeah, you yeah that makes sense absolutely Does that make sense <laughs> I think that was so inspiring just listening to it like oh my god. <laughs> I can definitely Oh, I kind of shook myself there. Yeah. I was going to say I definitely want to just emphasize that um even if you think you are alone, you're not alone. So just go and talk to people even if it's not about mental yeah. health cuz I know for me sometimes I really just don't feel like talking about it. So I just go and hang out with people and it helps. Yeah. I mean it's not a major issue that if you not willing to talk about mental health you can just talk about your daily life right. like how is your life going what are your interests are and if you like don't have real life friends yes. you can make always make them online <laughs> like I mean at the end of the day you just need people to talk to and right. you know I share your ideas and thoughts that's a motivation factor especially when I meet people like you who just have like so big big dreams <laughs> and big aspirations and I'm just like Wow, you're so inspiring. I I think I want to do stuff like that too. I love to see how you're thriving. So, that's definitely motivation. I mean, most people don't open up a podcast <laughs> at the age of 16, and I mean, you did that. So, kudos to you, thank girl. You, thank you. <laughs> um, I guess we can talk a little bit about uh more about our mental health backgrounds cuz I do want to share our experiences with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into the deep stuff. <laughs> um, I can. I know for sure that yeah. um, my sort of start with mental health it was very, very drastic because I, I felt like I had this like breaking point in life. I was about um, probably 12 to 13 years old when I had just like this deep realization where I, I realized that yeah, I'm not okay, <laughs> and I think. It was especially at that age yeah. it was very vulnerable for me cuz I know that as a teenager you're going through life and you have hormones and all of these mixed up thoughts and everything but especially at like that 13 year old age you're just like wow I'm becoming older and everything is hitting me fast and hard <laughs> so <laughs> yeah definitely so relatable cuz I'm just like you know coming into it and right. it's so relatable i feel like for me as um i 
kind of always have been the outcast so i i mean i used to live in a small town because my mother used to work so i used to live with my grandparents and there i did have a lot of friends and i kind of just you know was in my, my own person i didn't kind of, i had my own little world where i was always in so from like the beginning as well i i didn't have a lot of friends and then i moved into a big city with everyone and there again i was the outcast people didn't want to approach me because i came from a small place again and stuff like that so for a long time i struggled with making friends and that kind of really downgraded my self confidence because when you don't have people around you to kind of give you the motivation and just you know cheer you up like yeah go for it um that kind of really um, makes you self conscious so that's i mean i uh, i have started to i feel really underconfident at a really young age because of my lack of you know friendships as such and then i switched schools really frequently because we used to move places to places and then that again played a major role and then again uh, i that, that's what deteriorated my mental health i started feeling miserable and stuff like that it kind of really made me feel down as like i didn't have people to talk to and i mean this is still a journey i'm still proceeding into kind of i mean if if not getting used to it then kind of just trying to make the best out of it like if i can't make friends then okay i'll just do what i can right. from with my own self so this is i mean not just friends because given with growing age you have more responsibilities and you are expected to do much higher things than you were previously doing so that kind of pressure and you know all pressure to do the best always also kind of placed a lot of mm-hmm. things in my head that i wasn't able to figure out but now i'm slowly becoming i'm slowly coming to a better place Absolutely. and yeah it's, it's a process I, uh, it's say. such a journey i <laughs> i really want to just um mention a few things that i related to because i definitely know what it's like to just be the new kid all the time i personally have moved like um over 16 times in my lifetime so yeah i've been the new kid like every single year so i definitely get, i get that <laughs> i am um, especially when i was yeah. younger i know that i felt like an outcast i didn't have a lot of friends and now i'm just like hey i want to friend everybody i want to be friend everybody <laughs> talk to everyone <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's like one of the major reasons why I decided to kind of, you know, enroll in opportunities such as podcasts yes. because that will just help me make more friends with not just, you know, spread social awareness. Totally get that. It's yeah. just um I I think obviously like you said it's such a process because I was very stuck. I had a lot of social anxiety and I felt like everybody was watching me and everybody was thinking badly about me. Nobody is. Yeah. <laughs> and to add to it i was like i i still am the nerdiest kid kid in my class so nobody kind of just like i'm only the kind of person that people use or just talk to when they kind of right. want grades or they you know want help in projects but uh, so i've been used at say but now i'm kind of getting better at not being used i'm you know coming i'm coming to a place where i'm like yes. i know my boss i am not going to let them <laughs> so use empowering. me yeah oh my god <laughs> Um yeah. <laughs> a little hype moment. Obviously, I just I love that hype. Please keep giving yourself that hype. <laughs> um I know that um yeah. another thing 
me personally, I had, uh, at a young age, my father divorced my mother, and I know that that definitely affected me a lot. Um, I think that was pretty much like the root of all sort of trauma-related things. Like, it's still affecting me today. I like, I view men differently because of what happened with me and my father. But I am trying to improve that. As Intra said, it's such yeah. a journey and we're all improving. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And you can't just expect to get better. Like you, you can't be like, you see one, you know, mental health improving strategy on TikTok <laughs> and then you implement it next day in your real life. And it's, you're not supposed to kind of just get everything together, get your life together in one day. It'll take time. You'll get used mm -hmm. to it. You'll explore new things and new ideas and everything. So you just have to. And in that moment, when you just, you know, trying to be at a better position, it also you kind of come to different realizations about right. yourself you kind of get to know yourself better as a person and you know there are deep possibilities and <laughs> hidden within you and uh, you just get to explore them and kind of get to know yourself better that also comes right. as a part and of the process just, uh... that sounded so um <laughs> it, was all it like... sounded so deep and inspiring <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just uh I know there's so many times in my life where I felt like um I thought that by implementing like one coping strategy such as um I love to uh watch a lot of YouTube videos when I'm down, but I I think that um yeah. <laughs> I think that um just by expecting to watch YouTube videos one day and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be fine." and try all these new things yeah and the youtube videos tell yeah they also like mention a lot of strategies mm -hmm. you know do meditation do journaling i mean it kind of just depends on what you like basically i was i'm not really a meditation person and i mean people really recommend meditation for anxiety and stuff but i tried meditation and i don't know why but i suddenly got a panic attack and i was like i'm never turning back to it i don't know i just started feeling like you know this tense feeling in my stomach and i was like mm, i'm never turning back to meditation it'll give me like anxiety but I think do whatever works out for you the best I mean there's it's no harm to try new strategies because ultimately they are designed for, to help you but you kind of just see different uh, things and you know it's different experiences of people and you kind of just sort out what works the best for you and nobody else can tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't you have to Absolutely. figure out that for yourself I was just gonna say meditation is just like my go-to and you're like oh no meditation does not work for me <laughs> but that's okay we're all different yeah, yeah I mean it works for yeah it works differently for um, different people I think I can say that there was also a lot of um, outside factors regarding my mental health such as like my family, oh my family, as much as I love them, they are just like, yeah. mental health, no that doesn't exist. <laughs> Same. I mean, I feel like, as I previously mentioned, you know, kind of moving into different places and living a little bit away, I've always been a little detached from them. I'm not able to kind of sit with right. them and connect with them better. It always kind of not frustrates me, but I kind of, mm -hmm. I don't feel welcomed, even though I am. It's just the state that's going in my head. I, I can't 
things and comments and you know you can't take them to heart and then next day you're going to be better about them again it takes a while but um it's you that matter um, not other people and that's what we always have to keep in mind because they're going to they have maybe their own struggles going in their life and they're kind of just um bashing at you then th- that's affecting them and if you let it affect you right. then i mean that's the pro- that's Because the problem it right it is your life not anybody else's you can take control it's your life <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, of course definitely. it is going to take away <laughs> that should be like a yeah that should be on a banner it's your like you should take in tour I love this. that <laughs> um i guess we can yeah talk a bit more about our coping strategies talk about more about our likes and dislikes regarding the mental health community and just talk about what things work for us so i guess what have you done to cope yeah. i know that you mentioned a few things but <clears throat> Yeah. I mean meditation. <laughs> yeah, not a good good idea for me. Certainly. I'm not going to say that again, but I think uh, I really am invested in writing. I mean, it makes me feel at peace and mm-hmm. at calm writing about anything when I'm having some thoughts. I mean, I I won't say do daily journaling cuz not a lot of people can keep up with it and trust me, it's a it's a really it's a big task to yeah. kind of keep track of your journal every single day. Uh, I'd say do write. Writing makes it better. Trust me, it really does. Uh, uh, not don't, don't write frequently. I mean, only write when you need to, and you have a lot of thoughts in your mind, and you need to declutter them. So think of paper as a friend <laughs> that you're talking to, and you know, sharing your secrets and. And if if you don't feel satisfied, just tear the paper to it and dust it. But 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 yeah, I mean, even if you do that, you still kind of got your thoughts in one place, right? And you have yeah. your mind decluttered, and you're better now. So I think writing has really worked out for me. And second was um, uh, music. I think not not just like meditation music. <laughs> no, I'm not going to that part. Such, uh, but folk music, indie music. You know, uh, even. punk music it has really impacted me and it's continuing to impact me because i really love music it's a really important part of my day and yeah so again it's all what works out for you i mean music may work out for me but then again it may not work out, work out for you so again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes icon <laughs> again well i guess i can just say as mental health or meditation i meant to say as meditation helps for me um journaling does not help for me <laughs> so we're so different in that way <laughs> um, yeah. because i feel like for me with journaling um like i love writing again i'm I, i'm so into creative writing but when mm-hmm. i journal it's just like man this seems like uh draining it'll probably make me think yeah. like more about mm-hmm. my problem and make me ruminate more travel probably just like make me more anxious and more depressed after seeing it all on paper so that's why journaling doesn't really work for me but yeah. i know that it's very helpful for other people i think that yeah. um another thing i do have like a uh, affirmation list that helps a lot like <clears throat> just to get myself law of attraction and everything yeah law of attraction you know kind of just know what you're going to do and manifest that <laughs> oh, it again sounds really uh, weird <laughs> if you heard it at first but then again uh, i think it really works because it kind of give, uh, if if it 
if it may not work out for you uh, you still kind of get right. the positivity and you know that you can do it you can you just get positive affirmations and positive vibes from it and that Absolutely. i think is a really good thing that That's you know, affirmations can play finally a thing that we both settle upon oh. <laughs> another thing that finally a thing that works out for both of us yeah because i know that i definitely struggled and do struggle sometimes today with a negative mindset so having that sort of empowering mindset positive yeah. have positive energy i is <laughs> just very important yeah. <laughs> oh my god bring in the candles <laughs> i mean hey I might. <laughs> I just might. <laughs> um, I guess I also another thing that helps for me is therapy. I have a therapist right now and I know that it doesn't work for some people but just having her by my side. I go to her every 2 weeks and just being able to talk to her and talk about all of my problems and just <laughs> de-stress it just is such a positive experience for me. Have you ever had that experience with therapy? Yeah. No, I actually um to be honest, I ha- actually haven't actually uh, ever taken, you know, any help from external sources or just a counselor in general because to be frank, I don't have the courage to go up. I, I mean, I know I'm it, it's sometimes really Uh, I kind of feel bad for not doing it, but at, uh, at this point, I feel like I'm better myself. I can work on myself a bit better than others can. Again, uh, some people do need help, and it's definitely really important if they do. But I don't think for me it's important right now. I mean, I may take help if I want to, but now I feel like I'm good. Um, uh, again, uh, but if before you, if you think you need help. you shouldn't just surf the internet and come to a random conclusion that you want to do this and you have this problem and try to figure out things for yourself um go talk to professionals if you need them and don't just come into the influence of people saying that you need to go talk to them you or you need not talk to them just again do what works out for you and kind of just do a self reflection and see do do i really need this person at this point or uh, i should go to that person i should just browse the <laughs> yeah. internet and kind of you know i think that myself. um having you say that uh i know that in america therapy is very not um it's very stigmatized but also it's very expensive so i think that if it if you need to please go and get a therapist but like ensha said if you think that you're yeah. it's more of an individual journey and you think that it's more like i'm going to figure myself out please do so but of course don't just browse the internet and say hey i have this disorder and i'm going to treat it with myself don't don't do that <laughs> i i would just like to point one thing out that um these disorders mental health problems are real and sometimes i mean again everybody goes through certain points but when people kind of just treat it like a light thing when uh, some people just treat it as a joke like mm-hmm. they say i'm depressed because they you know their mom yelled at them for like one day i am not saying that they might not have those problems but i'm just saying that sometimes people take it too lightly and you know just say things that are this can be kind of um, uh, um really upsetting for some people who are struggling with the same problems because some people sometimes treat it as a joke and 
uh, uh, they kind of surf the internet to think, yeah. oh, I match those uh, symptoms. I definitely have that problem, and they j- just joke, you know, go around joking about it on social media, trying to act all cool. Like I, I don't think I don't know why people treat the uh, having these uh, right. problems as cool, but yeah. I think this is not a thing that people should do because this is Absolutely. a serious topic, um, and doing this is not going to help I anyone. Think that um, self-diagnosis is definitely it can be a problem. Like if you, of course, if you think you show enough symptoms where you actually have a disorder, please reach out for help. But at the same time, it's not cool when people like romanticize it and say, yeah. "Oh, I have depression. It's so cool." Yeah, <laughs> just go. Yeah, just go around joking about it, and you know, I don't know, treat right. it as a thing that <clears throat> kind of gives them more popularity so and stuff like but that. I mean, hey, uh, whatever makes people happy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they can do. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I don't know what um, mental health sort of. Uh, facilities you guys have like here we have uh mental health behavior behavioral here we have mental health facilities um where you basically stay for two weeks and you get like therapy and you get group therapy and you get medication and have that sort of uh, environment so i was wondering what is that like and have you ever experienced that over there yeah i mean compared to the usa and india it's definitely a little less you know there's there, there's no much awareness about it and that's i think the major problem schools have counselor but those counselors are they're they're again so kind of partial not if not partial then they're just like they also stigmatize the field they're specializing mm-hmm. in so that's why i think people are scared to approach them and in any there are not many mental health facilities because i think the most taboo uh the most biggest taboo and stereotype and stigma in india is mm-hmm. the topic of mental health it's not again given much importance here if i mean i'm talking about my place and what i have experienced some people might have again a different experience but for me i have just felt that it's not given a, it's not a priority and i feel like um uh, physical health is being treated as a priority mm-hmm. not mental health and i feel that if you're if you're not um stable mentally if you're not happy then I, that reflects Absolutely. on your outside and that kind of affects your physical health as well so i think it also needs to be given much importance and treated equivalent to other fields i think that um the us and india are very similar in that aspect because um i have been to a mental health facility three times it was very helpful but at the same time i know that if i went to my mother today or my friend today they'll just be like oh yeah those facilities are just for crazy people so <laughs> it's very stigmatized yeah yeah definitely so if like a person is consulting a therapist or a psychiatrist people treat them as if they're like i don't know if they're ill mentally ill or if they're like a crazy person they just treat them like oh you're going to that person right. oh i'm so, i feel so sorry for you like a crazy person i definitely feel that's mm-hmm. not the case and i mean hey like it's there's no it's no problem if you go consult a therapist and i mean even if you don't have a problem you can go talk to people mm-hmm. from time to time just so that you can have a clear idea of you know if you go through these problems how you can go about them and yeah there should be more facilities right. definitely um yeah <laughs> i just i don't have much to say but i just 100% agree with that <clears throat> i guess yeah. um, we did talk a bit about how our family views it but i was wondering um 
how does that affect you in regards to your mental health? How how is that family dynamic? See, I am not uh, I, I won't say I'm definitely transitioning into being a bit more confident person who talks about this mm-hmm. these topics more openly. I have actually talked to them about uh, the fact that I'm interested in this field and I want to do spread awareness and you know take interest and take part in such organizations and just do what I can on my mm-hmm. scale but I haven't actually talked to them about my problems so whenever the topic of feeling yeah. very depression come up I just kind of let it go off because I I I it's not about the fact that they're not going to take it into consideration it's more about the fact that I don't want to have diff- um because sometimes when you you know tell people about your problems they kind of just come at you and uh, i feel like i want to deal with those i i do have people that i talk to but uh, at the same time i kind of want to stay condensed about this um right now and i don't want to approach them about this topic uh i mean of course they'll definitely support me but i i don't think i'm right. ready at this point uh but then again this topic uh, and um, one of the reasons why i'm also not doing it because uh, i see people kind of getting criticized for approaching their family about mm-hmm. it and you know the family sometimes also doesn't although i know that's not the case with my family but i still am a little bit conscious about the same uh, i think here movies and shows play a big impact and they kind of just influence right. your idea of what you know this particular situation is going to be like so it definitely impacts what your decisions are about the same i can definitely vouch for that um that f- sort of wanting to distance yourself from mental health because of um how your family fu- family views it um i know that especially yeah. within my family again i think i mentioned this before but um they don't really uh support mental health and they don't really think yeah. that it's as big of a deal as as it should be it should be taken seriously um because i think the generation z they are the people who um i mean through records and statistics we can say that they are the ones who actually right. str- struggled they are the ones who struggled mostly with it and they haven't actually experienced this in their time mm-hmm. or in their era and they don't relate to it so they kind of have this particular mindset about this and they can't guide you if they don't actually agree with it because they haven't experienced Absolutely. it yet um that's why i'm so glad that i got a therapist because i think that a lot of the time she's just like my mother specifically she's just like oh yeah you have good grades in school you have friends you have everything you have everything positive under the sun and there's so much worse people out there yeah. that are be- are worse off than your situation so i definitely get that with the mm-hmm. older generation thinking why do you yeah. need help you have everything you have like a perfect life you have every condition people are starving right. <laughs> and always comes into play especially the people <laughs> are starving or people are homeless and i'm like okay i'm sorry for feeling yeah. sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean at this point i feel i want to be a bit condensed and mm-hmm. close about the situation to myself uh, when i figure out when i'm done dealing just with myself and then when i'm sure that yes i am better and i have actually done something mm-hmm. to myself then i feel like i can you know tell them um take therapist into account definitely because that also plays a crucial role if even if you think you don't uh, again as i said before it all depends on you but you still need to talk to people who are professional in this field because you can't do everything yeah. by yourself Oh, well, <clears throat> I don't know if you have any last minute uh, remarks, but I do want to wrap up this episode. 
Um, so, of course, you can find us on our website. It is bloompod.wixsite.com slash podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. They're all at Forever Bloom Pod. And then you can find the transcript for this episode on our website in our extra section. And you can even email us if you want to talk or if you just want to set up any business-related uh, information. You can email us at foreverbloomingpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our link tree in the descriptions where you have easy access to all of those links. And please be sure to like, comment, and share with your friends if you enjoyed this episode. And please have a great day, afternoon, or night, wherever you're listening or whenever you're listening. And thanks for tuning in. Yeah, All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>